Hello, and welcome to another episode of Upcountry DGens. Rich, 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 yeah. Rich. Yeah. Have you listened to the new Post Malone song? Who's Post Malone? Dude, dude, Post Malone is like the greatest artist out there right now. He dude, he's all over Twitter and the Faceballs and the MySpace <laughs> and Grinder. Like he's on all of that stuff. He's got this dude on his song. I think his name is Ozzy, Ozzy Fozzy Osborne, something like that. Um, dude, he's so famous now <laughs> because of Post Malone. Right now, <laughs> in my twenty years as a professional musician, I've never heard of this Fozzy Osborne guy. <laughs> Fuck you, kids. Respect your elders. I got nothing. I know the show notes say to just follow your lead, but fuck, I got nothing for that. <laughs> Kids, listen to better music. Post Malone is shit. Ozzy Osbourne's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Anyway. Anyway, Rich. That's true. It is twice, isn't yeah. it? Uh, solo career and uh, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, anyway. I recently got back from the Old School Players Ball up in Chicago. And wanted to talk a little bit about that event and some of the decks that I saw up there and some of the trends that, you know, were kind of seen in old school at uh, some of these larger events. Um, obviously, this is a four strip mine metagame, so you're going to see slightly different deck builds, maybe a little more aggro than you would see uh, in the Swedish meta or the Neos meta or whatever they, you know, the other one strip mine formats are. I don't know. We don't play that. We're, they're clearly wrong. Um, yeah, I think we beat that to death the last episode. Ah, whatever. I'll beat it to death until they stop bitching about it. Yeah. So, for those that don't know, um, there is one true old school format, and there's four strip lines in it. Hell yeah. So, there you go. So, Players Ball, fantastic event, awesome venue. Uh, got to see Will, Mc, you know, Will McGran, Mishra's Chosen, while we were up there. Um, All hail. Yeah, Seabiscuit was up there with me. He flew up from Florida. Uh, we had brunch with Vintage Greg while we were up there. Greg had a really spicy um, Ollie from the Multiverse li uh, list that I really enjoyed seeing. Seabiscuit almost didn't make it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was going to say uh, <laughs> Hurricane Dorian was uh, set to kick Jacksonville square in the balls and like the day of his flight. And he got lucky was that he it kind of changed course uh, to destroy Charleston instead, um, which I'm okay with. It's in South Carolina. Um, but he was able to make it up kind of last minute. He actually got in that morning at like, I don't know, eight 30 in the morning. He landed at O'Hare, came straight down, had breakfast. Whoa. We had an awesome, awesome event. So I w first off, big thanks to Jason Jaco and the Lords for having an awesome event. Um, but kind of one of the things that, that I noticed is the, the bruise, there wasn't as much of like the deck or you are counter burn, um, a tog in the room that, that we saw at like EW or some of the other bigger events that we've seen. So one of the, I think, so the deck that won most original was uh, Dane's Inferno, which the deck photo is sweet because it's a pentagram. So he automatically won points with me. I actually played him last round of the, the event. And, That's oh yeah. It was, so he had like a whole, he had a whole script that would just make Michael Bay fans like cry because there's like too many words. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he had like the nine circles of hell. And then if you 
played against him, you got like one of the challenger cards and it was all based around Rasputin from legends. And there were different, you know, kind of win cons in the deck. It was, it was really fantastic to meet him. Um, our games were great. He was on a candle, uh, four candle list. Like I was, um, Oh yeah. I just pulled up the deck list pick. Yeah. That's fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was, (laughs) that's legit. Yeah. It was, we had some really great games. It was an all all out war playing against this guy. Oh yeah. It was, it was brutal. Um, if you haven't seen the list, they're up on eternal central's website for the, uh, old school players ball. Um, so the deck that won, that's what I just pulled up because of course I'm a good host and I, you know, did my research ahead of time. God damn it, Richard. I even sent you the links. You did. <laughs> I I was asleep on the couch. Yeah. That's <laughs> before it's, we started it's recording. about par for the course. <laughs> yeah. well. So the, the second place list was Joy Gonzalez playing Gauntless of Chaos plus Sorrow's Path plus four Candelabras. So do you know what Gauntlet Whoa. of Chaos does? I don't, but I'm sure you're going to oh, tell I'm me. I'm going to tell you. This is a spicy nugget from Legends where five five drop artifact, pay stats. five, sacrifice, gauntlet right. of chaos, exchange control of target artifact, creature or land you control, and target permanent uh, and opponent controls that shares one of those types with it. If those permanents are exchanged this way, destroy all auras attached to them. So that, coupled with Sorrow's Path, where you, you're just controlling the hell out of the board... Where choose two uh, two target blocking creatures and opponent controls is if each of those creatures could block all creatures that the other is blocking, remove both of them from combat. Each one then blocks all creatures the other was blocking. So you get to switch blockers to choose your most optimal blocks. So super fucking spicy. What? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So you know, four candle list. It was it was really really incredible deck. I absolutely adore old school when I get to play it because I never know when I'm walking in the door whether I'm just going to see like, you know, hella tuned grinder dot deck or just something that their first three turns the like just make me wonder what the fuck's going on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um it's such a great. I format. was I was playing a pretty spicy little meatball as well. I uh, unfortunately am too stupid to read emails and send my deck list to the right photos. So I got an honorable mention for most creative. Um, I was playing. Dipshit. I know I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was playing four candle high tide with two transmute artifacts, and Rich, I, I just got to tell you how round one went. Well, I, I I do have to ask you one question before we do this, just based on you mentioning that. So. Uh, with high tide decks, how many colors would you say you normally play in a high tide deck? Uh, two to three, if you're, um, especially in old school, because you need to have like, sure. You know. And uh, and how many colors were you playing in yours? So I may have been a little greedy and played four <laughs> colors in the high tide. Oh, okay, just absolute <laughs> greed. Um, which I did actually manage to have three basics in the list, which I have no idea how. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably something very wrong with it, but we rolled. Well, yeah, it anyway. we rolled it anyway. Uh, we we had been chatting with uh, our our postmaster, uh, Mr. Matt Thomas Turnenburn, who lent me his time twister and his four candles so I could play this absolute pile. And I've got to tell you, Rich, 
Master's being generous. We'll we'll go with candle. Owner. Candle. <laughs> yeah, candle. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's probably that's probably fair. Sorry, Matt. We're gonna shit all over you right now. He's getting there. Um, it's what friends are exactly? <laughs> Just shit on each exactly. other. Exactly. So so my win conditions were four fireball, two disintegrate, a rocket launcher, and brain geyser. So round one, I'm sitting down with my opponent, and he is on a. Uh, mana flare deck so on turn three i was able to brain geyser him for 44 whoa <laughs> game that was turn three and i transmuted away whoa. like time twister it was great it was absolutely fantastic i think jimmy cooney got a photo of it where my opponent is just standing there holding his entire deck in his hand and it's turn three <laughs> that's amazing so then game two he does not have the mana flare out and I go absolutely crazy with chaining time twisters and high tides into each other to eventually have cast high tides seven times. Oh, okay. That's four lands. Normal. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And fireballed my opponent for 60. I probably could have kept going, but I just was like, okay, I'm I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kill you now. (laughs) It's like when you're playing storm, eventually you just kind of, kill them because you can yeah unless you're an inexperienced you know po player and i have to watch you stumble for 20 minutes so i can tell you how to kill me or we'd have a judge call where uh you uh you know tapped your soul ring through a null rod not once but twice yeah anyway so (laughs) team formats are fun they are absolutely i will never and you would think one involving paper vintage wouldn't uh wouldn't have that kind of problem, but you would be wrong. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're referring to our wonderful time at SCG Con where one of our teammates got deck checked after just buy- spending $170 on an Urnum Gin and had his white border one that was unsleeved, wasn't even in an inner sleeve in his deck box. His opponent complained and they lost the match, knocking them out of top four contention. <clears throat> yeah, on, on, on one hand, like. It was Comp Ariel. I get it. On the other hand, Comp Ariel and old school just shouldn't exist. They together. they don't mix very well. It's <clears throat> such it's such a different mentality between the two. It, it really is. And you know, I so this that was the second time that I've played sanctioned old school at Comp Ariel rules. I played at um, GP Richmond last year, um, and both. Oh, that was your favorite thing ever. You. Because every time that comes up, you're uh, yeah. There's a ball of fucking if, sunshine. If, yeah, if, you, if anybody wants to talk to me about that at an old school event, um, I will be happy to tell you about how much it sucked um, and how. Now, for for SEG Con, uh, I do want to make just one quick editorial note that we we have nothing against the the TO or the judges that were running it. They they did a bang up job with what they had. Um, it's it's just a philosophical thing about old school's position within uh, sanctions. Yes, Magic. and that that, that kind of gets me kind of roundabout way back to what I wanted to talk about a little bit is is community. Um, something I've I've written articles about. I'm working on one right now. That the old school community is by far the best community in the world as far as Magic players. It's very tight knit. Most people know each other. You'll see each other at events one time. You'll have a, a great story about um, you know. Underworld Dreams into Time Twister into uh, Wheel of Fortune, you know, somehow, and you 21 your opponent on turn two. 
Um, I'm looking at you, Seabiscuit. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not. That was hilarious. It was funny. <laughs> but um, it was one of those, you know, you, you rem- take the sting out of Matt giving me the business in the middle seat, too. That's true. <laughs> but it, it's one of those where you, you remember those games with people. Like, I met Vintage Greg when he was playing Goblins last year at uh, SCG Con. Not uh, this past summer, but summer 2017. And we've kept in touch. He's traveled down to the Triangle uh, to visit uh, before I got married for the old school bachelor party that we had uh, here at the house. Um, gotten to know Jason Jaco. R.I.P. Power Button. What? R.I.P. Power oh, Button. Oh, God, yeah. Our intern may have died at the bachelor party, but it's okay. Somebody let, you know, uh, All Hallows Eve finally had the suspend tokens come off, and he showed back up at like 3 in the morning. So anyway, but the, the community is really what drives that this format. And I, I think that there is just a, a philosophical difference between those of us that are passionate about the format and love the format view it versus um, how people who don't play it all the time that were in the team event. Um, you know, I had some great opponents that were it was fun to play against in the team event. I had other people that it was like grinding for prize wall tickets in a side event. It, I mean, we weren't. We weren't playing for a spot on the pro tour and these guys were just way too serious about the format, but you know, it's still by far my favorite format to play. We jam it constantly here in, in Chapel Hill down in, in Charlotte. When we roll down there to see you degenerates, you're the low country DJs compared to us. Um, I'll be, I'll be sure to inform the tusks of this. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) sure. We're the low country. No, yeah, they're definitely the low country (laughs) DJs, but you know, we did actually have a shakeup after the, uh, old school players ball with the band and restricted list. Sure did. So I'm going to drop this one because this is a card that I have wanted to see unrestricted since I started playing old school. Um, it is maze of it. Car, now, refresh my memory. I think we spent the better part of the weekend over SCG Con campaigning for this. Yes, we, right. we may or may not have been talking to Jaco about it at any given opportunity to be like, hey, man, Maze of It should be unrestricted. Um, he had good points, why yeah, not? Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> at the time, so. Um, <laughs> won't begrudge him. No, that. definitely won't. You know, also, his favorite deck is Naya Bazaar Zoo, so Maze of It just sure. causes that to come to a grind. But the it one of my favorite cards, like Fast Bond. I they're car it's a card to build around in the format. Um I've already been toying around with some ideas. My uh old school lands list definitely got a huge boost with Maze of Ith. Um the mana base doesn't have to be as greedy running four colors, even though I love running four and four four and five color decks. Um I would like to be able to run a more stable mana base. But it also brings up um, you know, kind of the the boogeyman in the in the old school community is strip mine you know um do you just you know right off the bat hit their f- first basic with a strip mine if you're playing an aggro deck or do you wait to see if there's a maze of it so um this is one of the things we or a library what was that or a library library yeah you know well you know but the thing is when you enforce strip mine met you know metagame you should be able to snipe a basic and library, but if you have to choose between a basic library and say um, one to two maze of ifs, um, it, it really changes the dynamic that you are looking at um, in deck building and in, in play. And you know, I think that it, it really is going to 
open up a lot of play space. I, I would really like to see some of the candelabra lists that, you know, I'm sure somebody out there is brewing a candelabra Maze of Ith deck um, that's going to just absolutely drive me insane um, to, to watch them play. But, you know, it, it'll be amazing to see something like that. It'll be very, very cool um, to see Maze of Ith kind of finally freed. Um, the Swedish BNR did it first, then the Neos crew followed. Um, but now I, I think that, you know, having four strip, four maze, four bazaar, four workshop, you know, in the format and only having uh, Library of Alexandria re restricted is, is a, a really good spot for old school right now. I'm really looking forward to how the metagame shakes out. So is there, I mean, have you thought of any brews that, that you're, uh, you're thinking about with playing with this uh, new Maze of Ith as a four of? As a four of no, no, no. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be. No. You're gonna join the four maze club with me. No, I, I like lands that make mana. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, for those of you that have not had the pleasure or displeasure of playing Rich at an old school event, um, Rich only worships the Dark Lord uh, Turak, and um, well, <clears throat> I play two decks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Do they both play him to Torak? No, they don't. There's there's no hands oh, in yeah. the okay. list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, so Rich is a big fan of mono black. Uh, dark Ritual. Dark Ritual. Yeah, Dark Ritual. Um, yeah. He also is a huge, huge fan of playing Underworld Dreams. Um, that is in both of my yes, decks. Yes, Underworld <laughs> Dreams is in both of your decks. As a four of. <laughs> as it should be. As it should be. But you're also, you know, a, a very very big proponent of strip mine as a four of in the format. Um, Amen. Based on some of your, your outspoken Facebook uh, rants. <laughs> um, I think we, after several months of railing on the existence of the Atlantic format, the, the inter introducing myself at the bar during the SCG con old school event may have been met with, Oh, I know who you are. <laughs> Yeah, that was. I think that was a crowning achievement of yours. Where it was like, never been, never been above the Mason Dixon playing uh, old school aside from EW last year. And but DFB knew exactly who yeah. I was. Fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Firthbard. Yeah. You're awesome. He is awesome. He runs some great online events via Skype. I've participated in two of them. Um, also, you know, has a great sense of humor about the whole strip mine thing. He was just kind of yes. like, yeah, we, we know you guys love strip mine down South and <laughs> we do. We, we love to strip mine the shit out of everybody's lands. I mean, the old school cube we initially designed had eight strip mines, but when we were looked at the statistical breakdown of pack one, pick one was higher than black Lotus. There was a serious problem. Or, or, you know, you thought there was a serious problem. I thought it was perfect. I'm going to switch it up one one week and just I'm going to do I'm going to put eight of them in there. Just not tell us, and you're going to throw more strips in it. Basically, <laughs> that's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to take out half the duels and Love put in it. more strips. <laughs> perfect. So, um, anyway, we had some other eternal news. We had the results from the team event at SCG Richmond. Um, Nothing new and or exciting in Legacy. They're all still just brainstorm.deck versus gristlebrand.deck versus 2020.deck is the entirety of the top eight. I also would like to point out that four-color decks should not be allowed to exist and play four Wasteland. Or Basics. Or, yeah. 
Or well, this both. one wasn't actually running basics, but it, it uh, mm. took the two basic spots okay. that would normally be in the list and played two more wastelands. So uh, cool. just kind of showing the power level of Renin 6. Um, as of this evening, I decided to audible my deck going into uh, GP Atlanta, where we uh, had been on lands for, for what a I don't know, most of the year, I guess. I've been on it since probably, what, January? Uh, yeah, and you you were going in with every intention to play Yes, it. but just after seeing that the metagame is really just 60% Brainstorm, you know, 20% uh, 2020s, and then the rest is Gristlebrand. Because um, nobody plays, you know, Storm anymore. The deck's unplayable. It's just, it's just not playable. Force of Negation just fisted that deck you know and we sit here and we're saying this but cyrus is just gonna fly across the country and fucking whip everyone's ass with it because he's cyrus and that's what yeah. he does there's there's a handful of guys in the world that can do something like that with the deck but your average your average player does not have that skill level <clears throat> cyrus rodrigo tagore yeah, like, those kind of guys there's 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 a certain tier of storm players that just who's gonna mop the yeah. with you. Um, I do think that sneak and show we we might see a, as a player. Um, chimp yeah, and ape. chimp and ape skill and show. Um, <laughs> Herp and derp. derp. Yep. So that that made the the top eight as well at this this uh, SCG Richmond. But I disclaimer: I played show and tell for. <laughs> Yes. Quite a bit. You, so you, I, I get to make fun of it because I'm making fun of myself. Well, you were even threatening to rent a uh, an ape costume to wear to an event. Um, and bring bananas. Yeah, that, that is, is true. Yes, this, <laughs> that, is, that is an actual true story. <laughs> so, uh, GP Atlanta, I am going to audible to Tesserator. And I'm going to run, instead of running Thopter Sword main deck, I think I'm actually going to be running... Um, Four Leyline of the Void with two Helm of Obedience main deck. Because, you know, a card that's mm. really, really good against mm. Renin Six yeah, and Gurmag Angler and Lands. It's Leyline of the Oh, and oh, that Gristlebrand card too, because nobody actually hard cast that. So, yeah, just exile. You, you got a pregame effect of uh, Chancellor of the Annex. Yeah, get fucked. So do I. Leyline of the Void, game one. You have no removal. Game two. So, yes, I'm going to try to chimp some wins at this event with uh, Leyline of the Void, Helm of Obedience, in a Tesserator-style list. You can hardcast Grizzlebrand in that I deck. can hardcast Grizzlebrand. Well, so can they. I've done it before. Yeah, with four. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. I still lost. But No, I'm saying in Reanimator. They, they've, like, ask Chris. He's, he's, yeah, no, he's that's what I like mean. Once. Reanimator. <laughs> okay, yeah. Even a, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Um. But sometimes it's even edible. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's a salty surprise. Okay, we got the rest yeah, of that. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, that must be what GP Vegas is like when you play modern. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so I think I'm going to go in with Tesserator. Um, I was a big fan of uh, the Master of Metal. He uh, inspires me to make my opponents miserable by killing them with gear per Aether Grid. Legacy All-Star, no one plays. Also, uh, Antiquities mm -hmm. War, another one of my favorites to kill people with. I mean, you and I were on that tech before anybody dropped anything about that deck for like two months. And so I think I'm going back to my roots. I got to play some artifacts. I got to play some Chalice and just 
make brainstorm players cry because I have force of will main deck. One of these days I may pick up legacy again. <sighs> yeah. I've, I've been in on such a magic hiatus. It's not even funny. Well, since SCG con for sure. I, the leg, the legacy yeah. metagame for me, it's, it's just, it's chalice versus brainstorm versus well, death and taxes is the only Merit other age. deck that's playable. Yeah, I know there's going to be a Nick Fit player out there that's going to get pissed. Your deck sucks. Just get over it. Four color loam, sure. You just aren't good enough to play lands. We get it. So, rich enough. Yes, rich enough, but not smart enough. So, I think it'll be. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> um, but you know, I I will be interested to see where the metagame's at. Um, I'm I'm definitely. Looking forward to heading down there, not for the GP, mostly for Tusk Vitational, where uh, last year we both got an invite to this event. And uh, for those of you who don't know what this is, this is an invitational event in Atlanta um, held by Team Tusk. And it the format rotates based on what they decide they want to play. Um, last year it was Legacy Unleashed, which was a fantastic event. Um, Rich, do you want to tell us about last year's event for you? Uh, it was spent in an emergency room in Marietta, Georgia, uh, where I was following an allergic reaction uh, to a granola bar. Who who gave you that granola bar? Yeah, you did. Yeah, but yeah, great greatness <laughs> at any cost, my, my friend. Dumbass that greatness at any cost. <laughs> <laughs> you are my biggest competition. Um, no, unfortunately, Rich missed it last year due to. Street painter would have yeah, dicked you. Yeah. <laughs> if, we're, if we're being yeah, honest. It would have been pretty bad. And playtesting it, I was like, what, one in 20? <laughs> Maybe, if, if you yeah, were lucky. It was pretty bad. But uh, this year's format is hyper-extended, so, or hex-extended for short. Um, it is a format, much like Vintage, that has a restricted list. And it runs uh, sets from Fallen Empires through Scourge, correct? With no mm-hmm. no core sets. So you can't even use your fancy correct. alpha basic islands that you use for your alpha 4401k parties with your rich friends over, you know, those nice lobster sandwiches they eat up in New England. Lobster rolls are a crime. They are. There's so much better shit you can make with it. Anyway. Like like just lobster. <laughs> like, just make a fucking lobster tail, throw some butter on it, and eat it because it's delicious. Yeah, basically. You got to bring mayonnaise to the conversation. I mean. Like even toast is fine. That's defensible. Yeah. But like you put mayonnaise on a lobster, go fuck yourself, sir. Yep. I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm right there with you. You know. So, uh, I have opinions about food. Oh, I know. I know. You're one of the best cooks I know. (laughs) That's saying a lot. So, you don't get this fat by (laughs) eating lots. I mean, you know, you're you're like an oversized tire, like 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 a racing slick. It's a, yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's, I'm a big tire car. (laughs) I I am, I am like the medium tire car. Anyway, so back to Hyper. Um, so I'm going to be showing up with a complete shit pile because I know nothing about this format. Well, I, I shouldn't say nothing. I did play during this whole era of Magic, but I played with core sets, so a little different. So a little different than like the old extended decks, but um, because I'm a really good Magic player, 
I will be playing Reanimator with Show and Tell. Are you also bringing a gorilla costume? I'm not, but do you want to know what my reanimate targets are? In my blue, I know there's no in my in my blue. No, there's a chroma angel of wrath. That's the best one. (laughs) I was gonna say that's the best one, and even that one's not good. Um, So I am, I'm such a good magic player. I broke the format. I'm gonna be reanimating verdant force, so I can make sapperling tokens, symbiotic worm. How how will we ever compete? And Visara the Dreadful. That synergy between Visara and Symbiotic Worm to make worm tokens. That's pretty sick. It is pretty sick. Actually. <laughs> um, I hold zero hopes of winning more than may- maybe like a game or two. Um, but it's probably yeah. good. I'm not, I mean, I'm not playing Force of Will. I'm not playing Duress main deck. I'm just all in as fast as I can go. But I am looking forward to seeing uh, our buddies Matt and Zach and Thor and uh, good old Ned Leeds down there. Um, Jason Jaco will be in attendance as well, so it'll be good to see him. Um, but I'm looking forward to doing it, and uh, maybe we can talk about some hyper extended next time. Um, you and uh, you and Ziggy Humphreys have a date with Chernobyl. Yes, we do. We, yes, right. we do. Yes, we do. Funny story about that is is that last year. After uh, my man Humphreys and I had maybe had a few drinks, we found an abandoned playground. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> they, they were mildly intoxicated. <laughs> Ziggy did try to run somebody over. So anyway. Um, That's also yeah. a true story. Uh, we found this abandoned playground that happened to be right next to the bar and decided to go lay down and make Chernobyl angels in the abandoned playground. I'll never forget Chernobyl, Ziggy. Never. So anyway, um, these are really amusing pictures to get sent when you're laying in agony. And I really should have thought to make a playmat with the picture that you sent me from the hospital bed as my playmat for this year. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. That that would have been clutch. that would have been clutch. So anyway, um, GP Atlanta coming up next week. Uh, Tusk Invitational Four. Just like to say that Channel Fireball still runs shit events where I won't play in any of the side events for prize wall tickets. There's no vintage and sanctioned old school sucks. So anyway, anything else you want to talk about, Rich? Uh, get better prize wall prizes. Uh, you you mean you you don't want the uncut foil sheet of commons from uh, Return to Return to Return to Ravnica? What's Ravnica? I I don't know. I think Deathrite Shaman was in the second one, and Abrupt Decay. Oh, and, lo- oh, and that's Life cool Life from Mullen like was in the first one. Mm. Anyway, that's us signing off this this cast. Um, we might try to might try to cast in the next two weeks to talk about GP Atlanta. Maybe we'll see some people that actually know how to brew decks. I doubt it. It'll probably be a top eight. What's your prediction on how many brainstorm? I'm just kidding. I don't give a fuck. Um, it's going to be all brainstorm. <laughs> I was like, what's, what's four times eight? 32. 32? My guess is... Tw- so, probably 24. I'm going up 27. Ooh. I'm, Who's running an odd number of brainstorms? Oh, no, no. I'm saying the number of decks in the top 32. Oh, I, w- I was talking about number... I was talking about copies oh, of oh, brainstorms. Oh, yeah. In, it's 24. Yeah. I'll go 28. I'll go in 28. The top eight. You'll go, go full, full 28? 28. Okay. Seven out of eight brainstorm. 
I think I think that okay. Renin Six destroyed the color pie the same way that Deathrite Shaman did. So it doesn't make any sense not to play Brainstorm right now, unless you're me, and you hate yourself and everyone around you, and you love calling the judge about obscure old cards. Or you me? I'd I'd bring Blood Moon to this. Uh, I th- I was debating on hitting you up to borrow that. <laughs> <laughs> You got a week. I know. Let me know. I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, brother. Love you as always. Uh, this is the DGen cast signing off. And uh, as always, you know, hopefully you're better than us because we still suck at this game. Yeah. Ain't that yeah. the truth? Later. Later. <laughs>